During a crisis, you know, cocktail hour can be almost any hour. Make me burp. Are we ready? Sure. I mean, sure. as ready as we'll ever be. As ready as we'll ever be. So, um, this introduction is brought to you by friend of the pod, Roxanne. Hi, Roxanne. I'm Stephanie. I'm Nell. And we are the Boozy Sitters Club, where we drink and reread the Babysitters Club books and decide if the feminism holds up. And in if 2020, we like them. and if we like them, we just revisit them. And since it is October, we're doing things a little bit different. Spooky. And it's spooky. Although this wasn't that spooky, and I was a little upset. Oh I have so many thoughts on this. We went, <laughs> we we took a departure from the chronological original canon and read the first mystery, which was mystery number one: Stacy and the missing ring. Dun dun don't worry lewis will still read the back cover for you because this wouldn't be a podcast without lewis (laughs) true (laughs) so um as the title suggests there is a missing ring and stacy is the narrator and stacy is the narrator And we've clearly gotten into where Anne M. Martin, our girl, is not writing them. (laughs) But the gist of the plot is they get a new client that I can't remember their name right now. The Gardellas? Gardellas. The Gardellas. And Stacy goes to babysit at their house. Um... She finds it a little odd that they treat their dogs and cats, well, they have one dog and one cat, like humans, and it's a really long time before they start telling her about their daughter, Tara. Yeah, and I don't think, like, for me, it wasn't so much that they she found it weird that, like, she treated them like humans. It was that there was more information given and faster and quicker and more and all of that mm-hmm. before they even she even mentioned the daughter who's an infant it's not like she's eh, she can take care of herself yes and it is we should also note that they need stacy to babysit because their nanny has family issues so they're rich and nannyless and it's a debacle so she babysits for them it seems like it goes well and they're going somewhere very fancy Mm -hmm. so mrs gardella is covered in diamonds the family Kevin. jewels. She literally calls them the family jewels. Literally. And she's got like earrings, a diamond clip in her hair, necklace, like the whole nine yards. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. That was a noise that came out of my throat. I don't even know what that was. It sounded like a cat. <laughs> it was Mouse the cat. <laughs> that was something. That was awkward. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so they're super fancy, and then she gets a call the next day at home, and Mrs. Gardella 
is very upset. She had a diamond ring that she must have forgotten to put on while she was giving Stacy the tour. Clearly Stacy's fault. The ring is missing and it's Stacy's fault because Stacy stole it. And now they're worried that they're going to lose all their clients from the Babysitter's Club because Mrs. Gardella says she's going to call them all up and tell them that the Babysitter's Club are dirty little thieves. Yes. Did I miss anything? Uh, I mean, there's little bits and parts, but that's that's basically That's it. the gist? Yeah. Should we see Shall what we- how Lewis wants to tell us about it? Yes. Lewis, come out of the secret cupboard and tell us what the back cover says. Stacy is shocked when a new family accuses her of stealing a valuable ring from the Russian's babysitter. Stacy would never take anything from anyone. Even worse for the babysitters, the Gardellas are threatening to tell their other clients about the missing ring. Will everyone in Stony Brook think the babysitters are thieves? Now if Stacy can help it, she's going to find out what happened to that ring. The best friends you'll ever have are detectives too. Thanks, Lewis. So yeah. So that's 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 what the um, publishing company wants you to think is happening in the book. And we're gonna tell you what we think is happening in the book, but first, what you drinking? What am I drinking? I made a proper cocktail this time. I feel like it's been a while since I've like really done a real cocktail and not either just made some shit up or like opened up a bottle of wine. Sure. So for my birthday, and this is how you know your friends really know you. Friend, friend of the pod, Megan, got me a book called The Mixology of Astrology. Oh, It's very exciting. She also got me a tiny composting bin that I can leave on my island in my kitchen, which, you know, you know people get you when they give you cocktails and compost. That's the next pod coming up soon. Yeah, it's our gardening podcast. So from it, I went to the Virgo section. Of course. And I made myself a cable car. Ooh, what's that? So a cable car is you rim the glass with <laughs> cinnamon sugar. I know it's rim. funny and sounds dirty. <laughs> so you do that. You rim it. <laughs> I'm a child. Um, we haven't even started drinking yet. In a shaker, you put an ounce and a half of spice rum, an ounce of lemon juice, a one and three-fourths ounces of orange liqueur, one and a half ounces of simple syrup, and an orange peel for garnish, which Ooh. I actually did. Ooh. And? and it's really good. Fantastic. Like, I thought it was going to be a little too sweet. It's not. I think this is, like, my new favorite thing. I mean, sounds like the book knows what it's talking about. The book does know what it's talking about. And then it gives you, like, a whole thing about why you as your sign would like it. And I hope none of my, I hope my, my, my rising planet is not in retrograde because it told me to not drink it then because it rules transportation. I believe Mercury's in retrograde right now. I don't know about the other ones. I don't think that's mine. I think I'm a Venetian. A Venusian? What do you call them? A Venetian? <laughs> but, no. 
No, that's someone from Venice. I mean, it technically could be someone from Venus. Venus. Venice. That's true. Because then I don't know. But like, this is what it says. Though these practical earth signs may lead with skepticism, Virgos are always intrigued by modernization. Virgos appreciate thoughtful enhancements and will instantly fall in love with the artfully curated cable car. Indented in 1996 by mixologist Tony Abu Ganon. I butchered that. I'm so sorry, sir. We'll find him the on the gram. We'll find him on the gram. The cable car was inspired by the classic sidecar cocktail. The cable car combines spicy, sweet, and sour notes, forming a complex and unique flavor profile. Virgos admire skilled craftsmanship and will appreciate the cable car's unusual ingredients that stimulously, simultaneously, not stimulously, I'm sorry, contrast with and complement each other. Also, reading out loud from a book is one of my biggest fears for that exact reason. Oh, I, I feel like you did lovely. Thanks. I get nervous and then I mix up words and letters and that's when simultaneously becomes stimulously. But I guess it does that both. It's fine. Anyway, but it's really good. Excellent. I really enjoy it. So thank you, Megan, for the book. Thank you, Tony. Mr. Tony. Mr. Tony. <laughs> For concocting this. It's really good. Cool. What, do you, what do you got? Well, as I feel like we tend to do, accidentally go with a theme, I also have a brown liquor with an orange peel garnish. Shut up. But I didn't go super fancy. I went super basic, and I'm having an old-fashioned. Ooh. I like an old-fashioned. Mm, I enjoy it. Um, so how do you make an old-fashioned? Well, I learned something interesting, that when cocktails in America started becoming a thing, you mm -hmm. would go into a bar and you would order your spirit and they mm -hmm. would make it, they would put whatever spirit you wanted and they would put some sugar, bitters, and water and mix that up and put the spirit in and that was the cocktail. And so then once other liquors started coming here, like Europeans were like, uh, we have other things that might want to mix with them. Um, so cocktails started getting more inventive. I read this on the internet. So if it's not true, let's just I pretend mean, it is. Um, so people started going in and asking for um, a whiskey the old-fashioned way. Uh-huh. So then I it hope becomes. The story is true. I hope it is too. And um, regularly, it's made with a rye or a bourbon. But I mm -hmm. went with scotch one because I like scotch better. Two, I feel like we can't have Lewis, Lewis like <laughs> reading and be like, "So Lewis, I went with a a bourbon. Is that is that cool? Um, <laughs> we should have Lewis on once just to recommend." Scottish alcohol. That's called scotch. <laughs> I know, but I like... Or like different types of scotch? Or cocktails. I don't know. I was going somewhere with that, and then because then I stopped because I was like, I don't know if Lewis likes scotch. I guess we'll find out. Hey, Lewis. Do you like scotch? Do you like scotch? If so, <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Uh, so, basically, it's pretty easy. It's bitters, water, sugar, muddled together... Scotch or 
your whiskey of choice. Um, this one called for an orange slice and uh, orange peel garnish. Um, and a lot of them call for a maraschino cherry garnish, but I don't have them and I also don't like them. So I don't mind a maraschino in the right context. I don't mind it like in my drink. That's fine. I'm not going to eat it though. So I eat them. I don't mind. Anyway. Anyway, so, so I'm continuing my brown booze. I'm glad to see we are super on the same page. And yeah. yeah. Shall we take a wee break so we can sip? Yeah. We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you news about Pod Pup to the Stars, Piper Lee Barrymore. Regularly heard on the Boozy Satyrs Club, jangling and breathing heavily, Piper Lee has decided to interrupt this broadcast to tell you about something very important. Piper Lee is using her platform to encourage every U.S. citizen to do their civic duty and register to vote. November is just around the corner, so be like Piper and make your needs known and vote. This message is brought to you by Puppies for Positive Change. Remember, be kind and skip that poop. So we're back. Back. I don't know why I'm so sing-songy today. Because it's 2020. We're on the cusp of an election and what else are you going to do? So how are you? How you doing? I don't know why I said it like that. Well, that's how it's written. How you doing? Um... (laughs) I'm okay. I'm good. I'm a little weird. I think um, this is the first pod that we've recorded since I've been gainfully employed again. Mm-hmm. So that's weird. I have work <laughs> every day. It is weird. It's weird. I am extraordinarily grateful for the opportunity. I'm excited for it. I think it'll be really fun. Um, I think there's a lot of potential and, you know, all the, all the good things that you hope for when you start a new job. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's virtual. I've never met any of my coworkers in person. Uh, I'm maybe a good thing. Absolutely. Maybe a good thing, but it's just a a weird situation. Right now, you're not going to have to worry about Brenda chewing too loudly in her cube. It's true. It's very true. Um, any loud chewing is my own. Um, <laughs> it is nice. I do like being able to kind of work from home and, you know, have the flexibility to do, you know, do laundry while you're working or, you know, get up and that is nice. go make lunch and not have to worry about, like, getting it or, you know, little things like that. Um, but... It's also adjusting to working after not mm-hmm. working. Yeah, it's a thing. It's it's a thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it all nets out to positive, positive things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I'm definitely in a weird, slightly weird brain area. Also known as headspace. <laughs> That's called COVID brain. You forget words. How you doing? Well, I can turn on my light here. Okay. No, it's not going on. It's not. It's not plugged in. Hold, please. Okay. This is what happens when you podcast at all and from separate spaces. Please continue. Nell said, "Let there be." Uh, How am I? Similarly, um, <laughs> I went and picked up. 
all of my crap that I've accumulated over the past seven years from my job that as of tomorrow, I am no longer, I mean, after when this goes out, it'd probably be like a week ago, but um, time is a construct. No longer employed by. Good thing I didn't get let go of my own choosing because I have other new exciting projects that I'm working on. Yay! But yes, similar, similarly, even though like I've had, you know, consulting work pretty much since I've been on the furlough, it's different when it's something that's consistent every day because now I have something every day, whether yeah. it's one project or another. This is also the first time in my life that I am kind of working for myself so new news will come on that front later on but right now I'm feeling good awesome. and it was kind of nice to my god I made another noise did it's you fine. hear that one I did yeah oh god oh my god people they're not coming out it's maybe maybe I need to release something Ugh, more yoga always the answer always the answer is more yoga that's such a Virgo thing to say anyway closing one chapter starting another one cool new project I'm excited. Done. Shall we talk about what we're here to talk about? Let's talk about it. I have some thoughts. I have some feelings. <laughs> so how would you rate this book like on a, a scale of one? Whatever? Did I give not it, I, like. It was not great. It was not great. Not great, Bob. It, mm. Not great. I I may be a little close to it. Like, I don't know. I just like, I don't know. It just evoked. This cocktail is so good. I know. Mine is too. It may be affecting my enthusiasm for my Maybe poor rating. Maybe this is but your, um, how I felt about Marianne last time. It might be. So just go. Let okay. it out, girl. So one, I went into it knowing, sorry, I'm making like banging. I'm literally banging on my desk and I should stop that. Um, <laughs> it's fine. My dog pants in half of our episodes. You can... Be angry cool. and bang. So oh, that came out wrong. <laughs> Look, if you I mean, want to angry bang, you go right ahead. <laughs> you do you. Um, I I went into it knowing that this was not written by our buddy Anna Martin. So I think I was a little prejudiced against it. <laughs> I think I already was kind of like, hmm, well, we'll see what you think you can do. Um, I just, the writing was off. Was not there great. was so much exposition. There was so much exposition. It was like they were expecting people to have picked up this book who had never picked up a Babysitter's Club book before in their yes. life. And down to like nitty gritty details that I don't think you needed in no. order to understand the characters. It no. was too much i literally like i didn't skip but i skimmed through pages of I, them telling me who these people were i didn't i don't know why i didn't skim but i didn't um and also for those of you who have been listening since we began the mysteries start further on in time than where we are in the original chronological order. So, but Mallory, as we talked about the last time, uh, there was a point at which she decided, Anna Martin decided to stop aging them. So right. while it hap while the, there are events that have happened, they're still the same age. 
which is yes. weird to me. I but Yes, but I think that's something we are going to have to deal with as the books go on. And I think it'll be easier as we keep reading them because right. it won't be as obvious. I think it was weird jumping ahead yes, and being... We are at a point where Mallory and Jesse are already up, in the club. It's fine. It's fine. I was last week. This is why we do this pod to rant and rave about. I don't. I don't know. It takes us back to a simpler time um, when I could just yell about things. Well, no, yeah, yes. Twenty twenty. I'm yelling. Twenty twenty is so freaking weird, man. Like lots of crazy shit have happened, but then like some good shit has happened. Like I know everybody they know has had like one good personal thing happen, but then you feel bad that like a good thing happened because the what is my dog doing? I don't know, but all I can see is her little nose in the corner of the frame she's of the just zoom and everything around me. Hysterical. Oh, she's what, whining. What bug? What? I want attention. <sighs> anyway, where were we? I don't even remember. Well, I was ranting. I have oh, more yeah. rants. Yeah, we can continue to rant. There okay. was there was a lot. So, oh yeah, we were talking about how it's in in the future, and yes. Mallory and Jesse are in it. Yes, yeah. There's and a lot like, of stuff that happened. There's that a lot of stuff. I actually because there's some stuff where I was like, is this a thing that happened, or are you just making it up for the mystery? I don't know. I don't know. the The writing was not good. No, I did not love like where all of. The ones we've read so far, while they are narrated by a particular character, they never, like, break the fourth wall, so to speak, and, like, talk to the reader like, oh, you know. That happened a couple times. Yes. Yes. Um, we also need to talk about the problematic descriptions of Claudia and Jesse. Yeah, not good. Of Claudia being exotic. Okay. And Jesse being different. So I'm going to say... <laughs> I am pretty sure that in previous books, Anna Martin has referred to Claudia, Claudia's looks as exotic. She has, and I think it's out for being problematic. Yes. Because it is problematic. It is. It was But I will also say this book literally <laughs> spells out her almond-shaped eyes. No, no, what no. The fuck? I'm gonna well, yes, it says that. But let me see if I can find it I quickly. I think we can describe an Asian person without being like her almond-shaped eyes. It specifically says she is exotic looking because she is Japanese. Yes, it did say that. It did say that. Flat <laughs> Whoa. out. And I was like, whoa. And it said that Jessie's different because she's black. And I was like, what? I'm and so I, like, I, I think almost, I, that's when I texted you. Yes. And I was like, we have some problematic yeah description i almost could i almost was on board with it because they were talking about mallory and jesse and they were talking mm -hmm. about how they are the same because they both like horses and they both are like you know into the same things so yes. in some ways i was almost there because they were like here are the ways that they're the same like you would if you're describing two best friends who are i think uh, 11 11 um absolutely you'd be like oh my god they're the same and at that age my best friend and i literally like called ourselves twins because like you know so i can see that but then they get to a point of 
And I almost could see the like, and the one difference is Jesse is black. Okay. But that's not how it was laid out. And then they go to, and some people didn't like it when she moved into her neighborhood. Of course it's not us, but it wasn't easy. Moving on. And I know somewhere in the original not series, not super specials, all of that, I know, I remember there being a book where there's a family that moves into Stony Brook that doesn't want Claudia or Jesse babysitting for them. And it's like the one where they deal with race. So I think that's what it was a reference to. So in some ways, the writing of this book was giving you way too much exposition. And then in other instances, not enough, not enough. Yeah. Because if and you just, just pick it up, like sounded we're doing, racist. yes, it sounds like you're <laughs> accepting that, man, there were some racists that didn't like her. And of course, like we liked her because racism is bad. But OK, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Wait, uh, it was yeah, it was not great. So there was that. I didn't love that they kept calling Claudia Claude. <gasps> I wrote that down. I hated it. Time. I hated it. The whole Nobody. Time. Every once in a while, someone might call her Claude, but in the expositional writing, nobody calls her Claude. No. And by nobody, I mean Anna Martin, our girl, our girl. Man, I wish she was more active on the Twitter because I feel like we could have. You know what? We should tweet her some questions. I we, have we questions. Should. What did Anne M. Martin, We're how did you feel Anne M. Martin. <laughs> when you started reading these asshats writing your characters? I actually, yes. that was a question that I had. Like, these are, I, I don't know. Like, I get it and I get wanting to like continue the series and I all of that. But like, what if you start reading these characters who are pretty carefully crafted and pretty, pretty like... She's yeah. done a good job with awareness and all of that. And then all of a sudden you read this and you're like, this is bullshit. We get from like Elizabeth the Cricket to weird comments about Jesse and Claudia. Yeah. The only two people of color in the series. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's, what the fuck? It, it was not good. I Okay. I, I recognize we've just ranted for a while. I'm going to say one we positive have. about this book. Yes. We learned all about diabetes. We did learn a lot about diabetes. We did remember we did finally get the down low on like when she has to take her insulin, why she can only eat certain things. We learned about a pancreas. We learned about a pancreas. We learned. <laughs> it was like diabetes 101. It was like Wilford Brimley. Wait, he died recently, right? Didn't he we did, officially? But okay. You can, so Wilford Brimley like crawled out of the grave and was like, I'm going to tell you about the Beatus and gave us the lowdown on. Yeah, we did finally learn about diabetes. I'm trying to think if there was anything that I liked. I mean, I didn't, I'd probably give it a two. I didn't, it wasn't an unpleasant journey for me. I think it was but unpleasant it for me. Here's why. Not that I haven't given you reasons. Here's more reasons. I, I, this is my Marianne, apparently. Um... <laughs> I think it ultimately, it was like any other book, and it was actually less spooky than The Ghost at Dawn's House. That is true. But so to if be you fair, build yourself as a mystery. But I don't think a mystery necessarily has to be spooky. Okay. It then just has I will to be, follow up with. It just has to be a conundrum. It was no more, it was less mysterious 
than the ghost at Don's house. There was no plot about the mystery other than, like, the plot about the mystery was more about the club having problems. Yeah, that is true. And they even recounted a bunch of their problems. So I was like, I don't... And like at one point when Don, or not Don, Stacy is, I'm trying to remember now. So she's looking at stuff and she has this kind of like realization about like hiding places and how many, like how easily yeah. things disappear. And I expected the next thing to be somehow they, they worm their way back into the Gardella's house so that they can search the place and Me find too. it or like, I did think that was going to happen and not that she was going to call them up and be like I'll babysit for you for free until the ring is paid off right like that's the solution and then even when she does that and then I still thought that was her way of getting back into the house to find it no no yeah. then she's no. still oblivious and she follows the damn cat to be like I wonder where you're taking your catnip toys oh you're putting them under yeah. the couch oh that's funny oh wait I didn't see your other catnip toy Oh, it's under the carpet. That's so, cool. Oh my god, a ring! <laughs> oh my god, people are. So I'm going to say, twelve year old you would not have like. Bro, no, it's fine if you liked me and Mary. It's fine. We all got it. I'm going to assume twelve year old you did not would not have liked this. No, twelve year old me would have been pissed off at this book. Twelve year old me would have seen through all of. I want to know who the ghostwriters are so I can like harass them on the social medias. I think that's fair. I mean. Other things that I think that were like out of skipping ahead, I don't think 12-year-old me would have liked this one either. There was, because even I was into mystery type scenarios and this was just like not no like Nancy a done it. No. Skipping ahead to what was surprising. It was surprising to me that it started off with Stacy being kind of more bratty and spoiled than she's ever Yes. Been. That was one thing so, I wrote down is the whole book didn't feel like Stacy. No. So it starts off – it doesn't just right away start off with this new client. It starts off with, again, other things that happen in the series that we aren't there yet is Stacy's parents getting divorced. And her dad still lives in New York and her mom moved back to Stony Brook because that's where she was happy. Stacy decided that she's going to live with her mom and it all starts off with Stacy talking about how she saw birthstone rings at the local jewelry store and she wanted to get one. But her, her birthstone is a diamond. So she asked her mom Can I interrupt for, a fucking you for a minute? diamond ring. Yes. Okay. So I have two things. One. Yes. <laughs> As someone with a, an April birthday who has always been very aware that their birth, birthstone is diamond. Um, <laughs> so is my mom. So, it's, yeah. so I feel like it's very on brand for both of you. <laughs> I It's cool. Um, I, because a while ago when we were originally talking about this, I had written down, again with the astrology, I'd mm-hmm. written down all of their birthdays so we knew right. what they were and whatever. And I knew for a fact that there's only one Taurus of them, and it's it's either Mallory or Jesse. I think it's Mallory. Um, and so as I started reading this, I was getting so pissed off because I was like, oh, my God, she's not an April birthday. They've now screwed up the whole canon. They've messed this up. So I went back and I looked. Her birthday is actually April 3rd, which means she's an Aries. <laughs> 
And in fact, because the very like self-centered Taurus of me is you like all Taurans were born in April. If you're an April birthday, duh. What? My my mom's an April birthday and she's an Aries. Most so, people yeah. with an April birthday are Aries. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Aries. I have a lot of lovely Aries friends. But I, I just mean, got it was another one of those things where I was like oh my God, this book is so wrong. You don't have the details wrong. And I was like, oh, actually, you have the details right. It's fine. Yeah. So it, yes. Yeah. So it was surprising to me that she was such a big fucking brat. Yes. And then the other thing, not just her, Claudia was a brat because part of the subplot is that they go to the mall after Stacy gets into a fight with her mother about said diamond ring. And Claudia blows her money on sneakers i mean they were sequin and lace high tops Let, i mean let's be i'm real. not saying that it was a poor choice but she buys sneakers because she thinks they're gonna have all these babysitting jobs lined up the rest of the month and she'll get more money so there's this whole through line of claudia being cranky when jobs start drying up because what they think is about mrs gardella going around and calling all their clients later we find out it's literally like people legit got sick which they they said they yes. assumed strep throat was code for we Gardella think you are thieves think told us you're a thief yeah um people went on vacation and so jobs get canceled people went on vacation so there wasn't as many jobs coming in the ones they had were getting canceled and she was short on cash and then this incident happens where the Preziosos call for a babysitter. The club collectively gives Claudia the job because she says she's short on money and she thinks it's going to be like a three, four hour babysitting job. And it ends up being an hour and a half because Mrs. Prezioso, who now they're calling Mrs. P. Oh, another thing. <laughs> um, they come back early because they're at a dinner party where the Gardellas are there and Mrs. Gardella starts going on about Stacy and the ring and Mrs. P, who's known them forever now, is like, that's not my babysitter's club. And it just soured her experience. She wasn't having a good time anyway. She came So home. they came home, which is fine and normal, but they only paid her for an hour and a half because she was only there for an hour and a half. Yeah. But Claudia gets super pissed. Well, I huh. will say the I have a lot of thoughts on this as well, but surprised nobody listening to this pod. Um, <laughs> I will say Mr. Prezioso says, I'm sorry I can't pay you for the full three hours. And I kind of I a little bit sided with Claudia on this, but like if I At were those I parents. And I would have paid her for the whole time. I was planning to be out for three hours. I told that person, the babysitter, I'm going to be here for this. You've already planned that money. I can't pay you for three hours. Yes, you can. You've already planned that money. You have it in your wallet because you want. You went to the bank because this is the 90s. You went to the bank and you got that money out and you have probably $10 or whatever it is sitting in your wallet. I don't disagree with you. I think it goes back to the poor writing because this needed to happen for what happens next, which yes. I think, which is my second Total most surprising, point. that 
Claudia rightfully is pissed about that. But then what she does next is a little insane. Calls up Stacy to kind of to complain about it. Yes. Then it pretty much invites herself over to Stacy's house. Stacy stops watching a movie with her mother. Gone with the wind. Gone, gone with the wind. Gone with the wind. Gone it's, with the wind. Yeah. Also a problematic movie. Yeah, but in the 90s, I don't think people thought it was problematic. I know. I'm just ranting on the problematicness of this book. I mean, if it was not also there with the other two things, yes. if it was just that, Absolutely. you probably wouldn't think anything I of it. I would not. Um. So she pretty much invites herself over. Not pretty much. She invites herself over. And then proceeds to, when they go up to Stacy's room, starts looking through all of her shit. Literally no. opening jewelry boxes. Opening drawers. Stacy's like, her what makeup. is she doing? Nowhere in any of the books have we read so far has Claudia ever exhibited behavior. None of them. That would be this vindictive. They're all because she's super respectful of each other. She's basically, she's basically saying she thinks... Stacy stole the ring because Stacy wanted a diamond ring of her own. And not only not confronting her about it, she's being passive aggressive. Are you, are you making weird inside noises now, too? Nope. Or did yours come out? No, nope, I'm not making any noises. I don't do okay. that. Nope, never. Cool. Um, and Stacy calls her out on it and it was like, What are you doing? Do you are you going through my stuff because you think I stole it? And she's basically like She basically yes. says yes. It she basically says yes, then gets mad at Stacy. Storms out, calls her dad, and waits outside. And then at the next babysitters club meeting, does not talk to Stacy. Yes, and Stacy. When the rest of the club is like, "I know you didn't do this. I wonder what she's gonna like." Stacy's eating herself up about it because not only does she think this client thinks she's a thief, now her best friend yes thinks she's a thief. So this is related, but semi-related. So I feel like I kept forgetting that Stacy was narrating and I kept thinking it was Dawn. And I think some of that was because Stacy kept talking about food because of the diabetes, which is fine. And she does that in other books. But for some reason, the way she was talking about it, and again, because the voice was not actually Stacy's, because the voice was like a Stacy imitator, <laughs> it, I think I never really fully got into it and it just felt wrong. And I kept thinking mm -hmm. it was Dawn. And then I would read like Dawn said that I'm like, wait, what? Oh, right. This is, this is Stacy. And it almost felt like, like fake versions of each of them. Like take take the the descriptors take the the things that you would use to like the top 3 things that you would use to describe describe each of these per oh my god words <gasps> it's that old fashioned i mean it's so it's going good to your though. tiny female brain and you my, just can't think of words anymore it's real hard it's real hard <laughs> um but it it just like Claudia, that didn't feel like Claudia. It didn't feel like Stacy. It didn't, you know, like none of them felt yeah. re right, right, real. Like yeah. you none know, of it felt right. Although I will Christy say, felt the most right, but we didn't. The only thing that really they talked about was that like she comes up with ideas and she automatically believed. Right, like it. It was like they took book number one and took the descriptions of these characters and then did nothing else which 
if you're supposed to be at a certain point, theoretically, mm-hmm. these people should have read the entire series up to that point. Yeah, and I think you're, a little exposition is to be expected. Of but course. yeah, it was like, this is a new vertical for us of mysteries. So let's remind everybody of the basics. Yeah, like down is. to how many children were in each family. Yes, down to like Christie's visor and pencil. Like, yeah, we get it. Move yeah. on. And I'm sure like once we get to it in the book, like she went into decent detail about what a junior member of the babysitters club meant. Yes. And I'm sure at this point you're going to know what it means, what Mallory and Jesse's positions Right. Me. Yes. And yeah, you're right. Like there are things where I was like, oh, okay. But probably if we'd read up until then, right. I would have been like, Ugh, just as much. Yeah. I will say I loved the description of the mall because. I did love the description of the mall because I, it was a mall. It was a mall and it made me, I don't know whether it's like the pandemic and I've been inside for too long or malls just aren't the same anymore. But I was like, this is the perfect, like, I got sad for, like, Gen Z that they will never experience bad mall food at the same time. Like, the mall is just, there is, it's not like, like, Uber Eats and Amazon is not the same as, like, Cinnabon and Contempo Casuals. No. (laughs) No. And Payless shoes. Oh, God. So many things. Like, I I understand that people, like, make fun of going to the mall. But as a teenager who went but, to the mall. Yeah, that's what you did then. It was. I, I think me, there's. I want to write as, a dissertation on the mall. As a teenager in the, like, early aughts, you still went to the mall. Like, what else were you going to do? Nothing. It was a safe place I mean, for parents to like I mean, you could go steal a tractor key. I, I mean, I did do that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I grew up near a lot of farms. It's fine. I never stole a tractor started key. on corn. Should we... Pause, refill, come back, and bitch a little more? As two women who love a good accessory, we think that wearing a mask every day not only helps to save lives during this COVID pandemic, but it is another opportunity to step up your fashion game. If you agree, take a look at Octopi Crafts on Etsy. They have different styles of high quality cotton masks and a variety of handmade fabric goods like scrunchies and headbands. And because our listeners are special, you'll get 10% off all purchases with the code BOOZYSITTERS, all caps, all one word. So go find Octopi Crafts on Etsy, that's O-C-T-O-P-I, and get yourself some great new masks and be kind to your fellow humans. So we're back. We're back. We're back. Fresh cocktail. Fresh rage. <laughs> okay. So what was the most expected part for you? Uh, they solved the mystery? I don't know. Like <sighs> They did solve the mystery. Uh, I think the most expected part for me was that at the end of the day, none of their clients were pissed off at them. The only one that Mrs. Gardella told anything about was like, Bitch, that ain't my girls. Sure. And can we, uh, more tangents, can we also talk about, like, they still did talk about the Preziosos being, like, the problem family because Jenny or whatever. But, like, 
Is it weird that like the Italian families are the problem families? I think <laughs> again with the problem yeah, of I think I okay. also think the preziosos were devil's... not the preziosos. Like nobody was real. Well, I think also maybe with the preziosos though, may, as they go on, because again, we're jumping ahead in time. There's a new baby. They get to know them better. True. And all of that. I think to play devil's advocate on the are the Italians the problem, I think because <laughs> we are being hypersensitive to things that were earlier descriptors of the book that are 100% problematic now. Yes. If we're taking this from the context that let's assume the ghostwriter is also from the same area in the country that Anna Martin is, so New York, New Jersey. Sure. There are a lot of people yes. <laughs> with last names that end in a vowel. Yes. And I can tell you sometimes my family's problematic, but that's not because we're Italian. In, in different <laughs> ways. Just in different ways. But yes. <laughs> yes, I guess you're right. I don't the know. It's just I think the Smiths are not the problem. Right. Family. And again, you like, are right. Had we, <laughs> if this book had felt more authentic to the canon, if the characters had felt right, I probably wouldn't even even it's, think it. But like at some point, I same, was like, "Why are the Gardellas the problem? It's Why is in the it same the vein of when I was in a former life talking to a man from the UK." who kept telling me about how the Spaniards and the Italians that I worked with were passionate. Yes. If we're going with passive-aggressive, and are we reading too much into it? Possibly. Sure. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. But in 2020, I ties we're white people now, so it's, it's, it's fine. fine. We've done enough damage. Okay. Great. Plenty of them voted for Trump, and that's just problematic on its end, and they should be excommunicated i'm gonna call up the pope yes because he, he, weirdly he's cool side note with most things he's i mean still he's still the pope so like he's we still, still have issues but <laughs> we still have issues but <laughs> side note i was reading a buzzfeed article about like the top 20 mansplaining tweets or whatever and one mm -hmm. of them was someone mansplaining the bible to the pope <laughs> Literally, like, and it, it was this pope, too. It wasn't even Benedict. It was Francis. And he was basically saying, <laughs> like, we have to be care like, we have to watch out for the environment. We have to be conscious of the environment and blah, blah, blah. And some mansplaining dude was literally like, yeah, so I think if you read, like, this chapter and verse, I think you'll see that it doesn't say that. I'm sorry. What? What? <laughs> oh my dude you need to stop oh, wow anyway other small tangent and i know this is going to come out a week after this has happened but can we did you watch did you watch the vp debate can we talk about <laughs> was that you vibrating yeah that was that was my mike pence fly head oh my god kamala harris's face kamala is Kamala. Every time I drink, I say it wrong. I'm here for you. Just remember, Kamala, Mamala, Kamala, Mamala. We're just everybody. Same thing. That's what anyway, we're doing. Her face, her face, every woman in has the world that has ever been interrupted by a man 
in a meeting. I'm speaking. In a grocery line. I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm speaking. I... Still speaking. <laughs> speaking. Thank you. Like, for real? Like, I don't care who, who, what you believe, who you support. If you have a vagina, girl, you've been there. So you have been I was there. reading on the Twitter and somebody was talking. There were so many, so many things. Um, but someone was talking about how afterwards CNN, I'm banging on my desk again. It's um, fine. I can't say um, <laughs> it's fine. Kamala's name right when I drink. Um, it's really embarrassing. No, it's Especially fine. after I went on that whole rant about exoticism. It would be Damn embarrassing it. if you like stuck to your guns and you're like, it doesn't matter how she says her name. No, it matters. It does. I don't like it when people call me Adamo. Stefani. So apparently I think it was CNN that the after the debate, the panel was like four dudes and a lady. And one mm-hmm. of them was. <gasps> did, did it happen? Did it happen to the lady on the panel? Yes. My my <laughs> gag was because I was about to say one of the dudes was <gasps> Santorum. Um, and so apparently the question was about her being interrupted by Pence and the woman who was on the panel started talking and all four of the dudes started to interrupt her. And and she turned and said, Mr. Santorum, I'm talking. Yes, she did. Good for her. Yes. I don't know Good who she is. We'll for figure out her. who that is. And- we keep saying we're going to post things on the gram or the Twitter, and we never do. But now That's we why have we need help. We have help. We have help. People, we have, we a team have help now. We have a team, and um, I don't think we're ready to introduce our team. Um, we're not. When we're ready, we'll let you know. Yes, they know who they are. We love you. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know what that was. That was Celine Dion. Nobody saw we're on a podcast. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> This might be one. <laughs> it's not the booziest because there's another one. I don't remember which one that this was. Drink, but This cable car is quite strong. So pro tip, you want to get drunk real fast, drink the brown booze. That's not racist. That's just... <laughs> Are we sure? I don't think it is. No, it's, it's not, not because I'm not going to say why. Not because the reason. Oh God! Please cut off. <laughs> Stop talking. Let's go, let's go back. Wow. God. Yes, but the spice rum. It's the Kraken. What? That's the rum I use. Oh, the Kraken. <laughs> it's also the name of the new NHL team in Seattle, which I don't like that name. No, we don't like them. Does it hold up in 2020? No. Yeah. I mean, the theme holds up. Like you could get accused of stealing shit. Sure. In 2020. Many people do. Many people do, but like you don't have to go. Also, where they get gone with the wind is essentially blockbuster. You can only do that in Alaska. That's true. And I think that's an Airbnb now. One thing I do not miss is going to the video store and spending hours with your friend being like, this one? No. This one? No. Now you just pop up Netflix and do the same thing. Yes. Um, You don't have to go to the mall anymore. But you don't get to go to the mall anymore. That's true. That's partly a COVID thing. And I feel like when... I miss the mall. I feel like when we're allowed to, we should... I mean, we live in Florida, so like we could go to the mall, but I'm not going to the mall. Um, Fucking Ronnie D. Ronnie D. Ronnie D on. 
Does everyone know that? If you don't, let us tell you. Ron fucking DeSantis, the governor of Florida, his middle name is Dion. D-I-O-N, like the singer. Yeah. He's gonna- I don't know what that means, but it doesn't seem right. And I feel like everybody needs to know it. It is true. What's his full name? Ronald, Ronald? Dion. Ronald. Ronald Dion DeSantis. Ronnie D.D. Ronnie, Ronnie D. Double D. Ronnie Double D's. <laughs> That's his mob name. Ronnie Double D's. Ronnie Double D's. You going to go do this job? Cool. Ronnie. Ronnie. You going to go? You going to go? Uh, you going to get this done? You gonna you gonna do this for Donnie? You gonna you gonna you gonna do the job for Donnie? I think you're gonna do the job for Donnie. For Donnie? Yeah, I think he's gonna do the job for Donnie. Oh my god! Oh my god! Just you know, if you do it real quick, you can be back in time for the on the bath. Just throw him in some cement, put him in the water. So we've decided you could be accused of stealing in 2020. Actually, the very likely you're probably not. Well, if An you're exotic white looking, man, you're probably going to be. I'm a little shocked that the exotic look, exotic looking one didn't get accused of stealing. That is true. In a twist, in a twist that is. It was the blonde white girl. It was the blonde white from girl. From New York. From New York. She is from New York. Okay. So we're, we've decided the themes of being a thief hold up, but the particulars do not. Correct. Next book. I'm looking I can, it up. I, I, I see that. I can see you. Oh Googling wait, it. I accidentally bought it. Oh, you it. bought it. It's a Dawn book. I don't know I why don't I think remember. that. Oh, it is. The second mystery is no. I don't want to read it yet. No. God, darn it, Barbie. I'm already gonna say I don't like it because I'm pretty sure it's the same cabal of writers. And here's the thing: in my head, I've already. Would you like dis- me to even say the title? Fine. Mystery number two is Beware Dawn. What someone the is out, f- and the tagline is someone is out to scare Dawn. That's bullshit. Someone already scared <laughs> Dawn, and his name is a Pike who I can't remember. The the one that's not a triplet, but it's a boy. Yes, that one. He was in a secret passage. He already scared the bejesus out of Dawn. We've already done this. Which brings me back to my other point that I wrote down, which is the whole Jesse's whole thing of a of like a burglar in mm-hmm, the houses mm-hmm. is just a cheap ripoff of Claudia and the Phantom Phone Call. That is true. That subplot of there being a burglar out there that was never really resolved except for he was caught because he was dumb. Literally like the last two pages and Jesse's like, oh, I heard on the radio that he got caught. You know. God, I got some strong feelings about this book. Man, I think I'm going to have strong feelings about all the mysteries, and it's just going to get worse. Okay, so what do you think Beware Dawn is going to be about? I have no idea. That's not giving me enough information. Beware it, Dawn. Well, the tagline is someone's out to scare her. Another pike goes in the secret hallway. What's that called? Passageway? Yes, that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. October has taken a turn, friends. I'm sorry. You're seeing side oh of me that probably didn't I mean, show to people. It's also really... What did you... 
Are you are you freaked out now because people want to know fun now? No, it's just I'm real drunk. I've said some things. It's okay. I was I just said speaking of I was gonna start talking about the IRA. That's not good. <laughs> we always need to bring the IRA back into it. We do. We do. And um Okay, so let's so, yeah. let's wrap this up. We we know the title someone of the next sto- book. None someone of someone is stalking her. Someone's stalking her. It may be in her secret passageway. Um, I mean, she's the only one that we haven't had, like, so-and-so boy likes her. Yeah. So it's not like she has a stalker. Right. I mean, it might Christy be Alan has... Gray and his friends. I also... But that would be Christy. I maybe know, I'm but, wrong. Like, his Maybe friends. I'm wrong about who the lesbian is. I mean... Why do I want one of them to be gay so badly? I... Because statistically, one of them would be. Well, one in ten. Oh, there's not ten of them. I mean, there's ten people... In the books? Also, I'm trying to help. Total tangent. Yeah. Pro sports. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to follow your path. <laughs> pro sports. COVID? No. Lesbians? Pro sports. Yes. Megan Rapino? With the exception of the U.S. women's soccer team. Yeah. I'm literally pointing my finger at her. It's now. fine. You're going to tell me. You're going to tell me, really, in the NFL, NBA, MLB, oh, like NHL, no one's gay? Most of them. Most of them. <laughs> Here's the thing. Why? Okay. If you are a closeted gay man and you're like, what is the activity that I can do, make money, and also touch other men's butts? Hmm. Corporate America? No. Retail? No. <laughs> Construction? Maybe. And I get... I Pro get, sports. I get... No, I don't get it. There shouldn't be a stigma around it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Just... Okay, let's, let's finish this because we still have to talk about vampires. God, we don't know what's going to happen. There's going to be someone who scares her. It'll either be the IRA or the mom. And no one's getting pregnant. But they may get their period. I guess that's what happens when you're not pregnant. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. We got really drunk on this one. If you've stuck with us this far, <laughs> well, thanks. We've And we if you're going to come back next time, please come back. Please come please. back. We'll be better next time. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have lived up to the booze. We put the boozy in boozy sitters. In boozy sitters. Bye. Bye. (laughs) That's my best Vincent Price. I'm going to stop recording. (laughs)